Chess Talk, episode 228. Hello. We got a similar cast from last week. It's just two of us. Uh, me, Cody, your regular host. Brittany over there across Hi. from me. Hi. Our regular sick co-host. Yeah. I think if we go back every Chess Talk episode, I think the ratio of episodes where you're sick as opposed to not being sick, is higher than any other person we've had on the podcast. No, I'm not sick that often. But compared to everyone else that we've had on the podcast, I think you're sicker more often than not. Well, because everyone else, when they're sick, gets to take the day off. I don't. You don't count. (laughs) I'm not human. No, we already (laughs) established that. Uh, So we are going to have another shorter episode this week. Mm -hmm. Um, We are going to be talking about a... Sad movie, mm-hmm. some sad boys. We're going to talk about the Golden Globe nominations and what we've been up to this week. So, what have you been doing? Being sick. Yeah. Yeah. You also, aside from being sick, you also tried some new baking things. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, yes. Mm-hmm. Which one? The tart. I mean, I kind of just combined like and modified three separate recipes into one. Isn't that the beauty of baking? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just made a crust out of graham crackers and butter. And then I made fudge as the filling and ganache, which I've never made before, but it was really easy. Mm-hmm. And it turned out okay. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. It wasn't too overwhelming for me. It was very sweet. Yeah. But I think there was enough mint in it. <clears throat> yeah, it was chocolate mint. I didn't say that. Yes, and chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you made another loaf of bread. Yes. And you think it turned out a lot better than your... Yeah, I made bread. Um, I made bread last weekend. It was not very good. I didn't think so, at least. I blame the recipe. It basically, like, didn't have me knead it, which you need to knead your bread. I don't I don't like those no-knead recipes. They're you bullshit. You need to knead yes. your bread. Yes. It's like the song, I want you to want yeah. me, but yeah. it's bread. I think the only thing I did poorly on was I just slightly underbaked it, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I wanted a crispier crust. So if you were in early, the early stages of the British Bake Show, you would have gone by. Oh, I doubt it. With that bread. I don't think so. It's if not it like... was in the first couple of weeks, I think so, that loaf, like you would have been fine. I don't think it had enough flavor. I thought it did. It had like a good salty garlic flavor. I don't think I had... I didn't you put any garlic on you it. You can't taste right now. There's no garlic on it. You keep tasting these things that aren't on it. You said it was buttery and garlicky, but like uh-huh. there was no butter or garlic on it. Yeah, but it tastes like it. That's the beauty of baking. You can't taste right now, so of course you're going to say it doesn't have enough flavor. Yeah. I think I need more salt. Okay. Aside from baking, what else have you done this week? I don't remember. I'm done with school. Mm-hmm. Forever. Again. Mm-hmm. Did you want to bring up the Bake Off? We watched Collection 5 on Netflix. Yeah. We just finished it. Yeah. I, I like it. It's a great show. I like watching baking. But, I mean, do you think that the new presenters, the sorry, new hosts and the mm-hmm. new judge, does so far, has that really changed the show for you? Not enough to make me want to stop watching. I very much enjoy Mel and Sue and Mary Berry, of course, but... I still like the premise of the show and how wholesome it is, and I learn a lot from it, so it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's re-inspired you. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like about 
this new season and setup is like for a couple episodes they did a thing where like they would cut away from the bakes and do like a background on the thing that they're making i know it's weird but i enjoy it because i like learning like how these things started and what they are because british baking is so weird it is so weird it's weird and it's cool to see about these bakes it's just it was so jarring Mm -hmm. to every episode up until the first time they did it was all about the bakers and then all of a sudden like oh let's cut away Mm -hmm. it's weird but i was interested by it because you wanted to learn more yeah yeah because british baking is weird and they call puddings puddings but they're like cakes that are steamed and it's weird Mm -hmm. i don't know it's weird british people are weird no disrespect but all the disrespect it's just different than what american baking is yes so that's been your week. Yeah, I didn't really do anything. Yeah. It's almost Christmas. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't need to keep going. That's fine. Yeah. What about you? Um, Just working, mm-hmm. mostly. Studying a little bit less, because I have another month, essentially, to finish that up. Played some games this week, which is nice. Or that X-Morph defense. I was trying to play more Call of Duty World War Two, but I got frustrated, so I uninstalled it. <laughs> because... Not that I was, like, losing or anything, but they kept having missions where you weren't going around and shooting people, which mm. is weird, because for Call of Duty, like, that's what you think about. Like, the story is just run and gun. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of, like, sneaky missions, and, like, mm. if you got caught, you essentially failed. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck this. I don't want to... I don't want to do this. Like, I want to play Call of Duty and shoot Nazis and all that fun stuff. Yeah. And I couldn't, so I was like, I'm done. So I uninstalled it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um rage quit the ultimate rage quit kind of but it's like i wasn't mad i was just like i don't want to do this mm-hmm. i was like this is what the game is going to keep making me do like i don't want to play it mm-hmm. um and there are some new games that i want to play but i'm waiting for the new year because i want to make them make their mark on mm-hmm. the next year's list mm-hmm. because we have already recorded next week's episode what spoilers which is the award talk yeah spoilers so I'm waiting for that to at least be out, and then I can start checking out new games so I can talk mm-hmm. about them for next year's awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what I did. We did Community Day for Pokemon. Yeah. I got 14 Shinies. Yeah, fuck you. On Catterday, mm-hmm. which is nice. Mm-hmm. We did a Terrakion. Terrakion? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to, to say, say it. Shit. The big boy five-star raid right now. Mm-hmm. We did that guy. We both got him, so... Yeah. That was cool. <sighs> Troll is troll. Yeah. Brilliant. Just getting ready for the holidays and mm-hmm. going to enjoy a uh, couple weeks off, essentially. Yeah. And... Very sparse work days mm-hmm. coming up. Yeah. Because holidays are in a weird day of the week. Middle of the week. Yeah. Um, but in typical time of the year, some awards are getting announced nominations uh, yeah obviously the most important ones are happening next week with the chess talk awards but some yes. other academies highly anticipated yes. award show of the year i know we Fucking got directors bullshit. calling us every week leaving us voicemails mm-hmm. waiting for their results they're campaigning uh-huh yeah that's we why we can afford this sweet audio setup mm-hmm. in our office overlooking the skyline no we're poor <laughs> So, uh, Golden Globe nominations uh, just got released, mm-hmm. and so I figured, you know, t- touch on them a little bit. Um, 
before we go into the nominations, Ricky Gervais is hosting again. Yes. I thought he got, like, blacklisted. Yeah, but they need ratings. And he's funny, so that's funny. So you want to watch... I mean, I I think he's funny. He's controversial, but he's funny. He's but, not I mean, afraid to poke the Hollywood bear. <clears throat> so do you think you'll want to watch the Golden Globes because he's hosting again? Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, that's why they did it. I also don't like when they have hosts, because I think that format goes on for too long. Was it the Emmys that didn't have one or the Oscars? It was the Oscars that both. Didn't. Okay. Yeah, and they they've both... been, I think they've been trying to like not have hosts now because it kind of just works better well i mean they were going to have one for the oscars but then Kevin Hart got shunned mm-hmm. but i mean yeah because the, they were still like over but not by nearly as much yeah so it does work but they want ratings so yeah gervais mm-hmm. okay that's it that's interesting um so the nominees uh the Best Picture for Drama. Um, I figured just go over a couple of them. The Irishman. Uh, does seeing that on there make you want to watch The Irishman or no? I, oh, I wanted to watch it before before it got nominated. It's just such a daunting task because it's, four what, hours. like four hours? Yep. I always like Scorsese movies. I'm sure I'll like this. I just don't know when I'll have the time to just sit down and watch a four-hour mm. movie. Because I don't think I could just do the... The thing people do where they watch it in parts. I think someone did find a way to like, did like go through and like set like timestamps of when you could realistically like. Yeah, I thought the, what I've heard is that the movie has almost like distinct kind of parts yeah, and like so, chapters to it. So maybe I'll do that. Yeah. But I, I, I do want to watch it. It's just so daunting. Yeah, I don't really have an interest in it. So meh. Yeah. Uh, the Joker is on there uh i think rightfully so i'm a little surprised because it's not a typical oscar movie but good for it i think it is if it wasn't if the last act didn't happen i think it would be yeah because it's all about just a dude with mental health problems and like trying to live his life Mm -hmm. so yeah i think that makes sense marriage story is on there yes which we watched yesterday yes and so we'll be talking about that after this Uh, i'm not surprised by that one it is very yeah i'll say oscar bait not to detract from my opinion of it just it is oscar bait to me yeah yeah uh we'll wait Mm -hmm. uh two popes i don't fucking know no idea what that is 1917 not surprised i kind of am because it was dunkirk that was nominated for best picture right yes okay okay Mm -hmm. it's another kind of oscar bait type film there's always got to be a war movie yes no best picture musical or comedy so, there's Dolomite is my name. No idea what that is. It's an Eddie Murphy movie. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, I, th- I want to say it's the first movie he's been in in a while. Good for him. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Woo! Knives Out. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot in Hollywood. And Rocketman. So. I didn't see Rocketman. I'm sure it's a good movie. It's fine. Just like bohemian just, rhapsody was i fine. feel like it's just another bohemian rhapsody thing yes. and if it wins everything i'd be annoyed because mm-hmm. i know on the funhouse movie podcast mm-hmm. james was annoyed with bohemian rhapsody winning a bunch because he he felt that when you're playing someone that used to be alive and things like that like you're not necessarily acting so much as you are just doing like an impression of this person that did exist for a very long time elton john's still alive 
Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. you are just kind of emulating them. So mm-hmm. it's like hard to say, like, if you're doing a great job acting and being them or if it's just you're mimicking hard. Of those, I would assume Jojo Rabbit's your favorite. Yeah. But I think, I don't know it would win, actually. Mm-hmm. Tarantino's always a favorite for the yeah, Golden Globes, but... I'd be... I think I'd be most surprised by Knives Out if that somehow pulled it out. Yeah. That would be the shocker to me. Every other movie up there, mm-hmm. um, I could see winning and I'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Do you want to see any standouts from the actors and actresses? Mm-hmm. I mean, scrolling through, not really. I don't think there's anything... Shout out Beanie Feldstein yeah, so for Booksmart. So we're kind of skipping around... <clears throat> Um, but we're on the best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. And so Beanie Fieldstein. Feldstein. Fieldstein got Feldstein. nominated. Another uh, surprising one is Anna de Armas. Yeah. From Knives Out. I'm not surprised. I kind of was because I feel like her role like wasn't too crazy. She was the main character. She but was. But she was like the straight man in the cast of like ridiculous characters. Yes. And like... So. She had a, her character had a really good story, but it's just like, I don't know, mm-hmm. there wasn't a standout scene in my mm-hmm. opinion. Maybe like the scene where, spoilers for Knives Out, the scene where she accidentally thinks she gives him too much drugs. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that, that whole scene, scene when like she's with Christopher Plummer mm-hmm. playing Go, like that whole scene was really well acted. Yes. But aside from that one scene, I feel like she had a very like mute character. So. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm consistent acting yeah. from her so good for her but beanie feldstein woo fingers crossed book smart's a great movie maybe she'll get the award where elsie fisher didn't maybe oh scroll back up hmm. the best actor for musical or comedy there's the roman griffin davis who's jojo mm-hmm. up against leonardo dicaprio uh, daniel craig eddie murphy taryn edgerton so I just think it's a very diverse. It is very diverse, list. and like that kid, like good for him. Mm-hmm. So young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. It's impressive to me when kids attain such like a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If I was a kid, I'd want to be in the same category of an award for something as I don't know Emma Thompson. That'd be like I'd cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, I'm sure he is going to screenshot this where his face is right next to Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Score up ahead. Yeah. I think it's interesting that Marriage Story is on there. And I don't really remember there being much of a score. Maybe I just missed it. There was. And it's I didn't Randy find it Newman. anything that. Yeah. <laughs> not, I didn't find it to be anything more than just. A typical score. Just, yeah, like stock no score. No offense to Randy Newman, but... Eh, uh-huh. Eh. Yeah, sorry, they just... That caught me off guard yeah. as you were scrolling. Uh, okay. I yeah. don't know how to say his name, but Alexander Desplat. Desplat. That's how, that's how it's spelled, Desplat. Desplat. I always like his music. His scores are always... What else? What, what I know him from any? Um, I'm, I don't know what you would know him from. One of my favorite scores he ever did. I know it's probably an unpopular opinion. Was the Argo soundtrack? There's such good, such good music on that mm-hmm. movie. The movie itself, I get it's not the greatest movie, but that soundtrack, yeah, so good. So overall, no surprises really. Um, not really. I was surprised 
there's no Game of Thrones. Because even though fans really, really did not like it, I would have expected still some nom- some nods. I mean, some actors and actresses I, got The only nods. one I saw was Kit Harington. That's still an odd. Yeah, he's the only Game of Thrones nomination, which is good for him. But also, he had like two lines the whole season. Mm-hmm. So... A maybe weird maybe they knew after the fan outcry and stuff like they didn't even want to push for it too hard because they got almost snubbed in the emmy no they won like two or three they got so many nominations they got their own little like special like mm-hmm. segment they got a bunch of nominations but they didn't win too many they won a few things i think they won the show best show like best drama or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck um i'm just surprised because golden globes the academy of Hollywood Foreign Press Association. They never really give a fuck what fans think of things. Mm-hmm. So, it's but interesting it's, to me. At the same time, if the showrunners didn't push They may for not it. have pushed for it. They've mm-hmm. been hiding since it aired, essentially. Yes. So That's the only thing I can think of is that they're like... In we hiding? Get, well, it's just if we get a bunch of nominations, we have to go out in the public again. We don't want to do that. Yeah. Oh. Awards are pointless, but they're fun to watch. They're fun to validate your own opinions of things yeah. that you saw on and TV. A lot of the times, a lot of the time, it'll introduce me to something I didn't have an interest in before, and then I'll watch it and be like, oh, okay, that like was Fleabag. cool. Like yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, it's why we watched Marriage Story, which <laughs> we're going to talk about now. Yeah. Um, just, we saw that it got nominated, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew it just came out, so we're like, yeah. And that's... I like Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Kylo Ren. Yeah. I like Scarlett Johansson's voice. Yeah. And seeing her cry, apparently, and making you cry. So spoilers for Marriage Story. Are we going to get into it? I want to clear something up. It was Adam Driver that made me cry. Mm-hmm. Just want to say that. Uh, when did he make you cry? I only cried at the end. When he was breaking, reading the letter? Yes. Mm-hmm. From that point until the tying of the shoes, mm-hmm. I was like, little tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's such a good actor. So you got over his, the fact that it's Kylo Ren and he is in yeah. this love story. It's weird, but he is a good actor and I was able to get over him being Kylo Ren in um, Black Klansman. I feel like that was an easier thing to kind of see past just because Mm -hmm. that was such a character and like such a weird setting whereas Mm -hmm. this was just like he's adam driver Mm -hmm. playing a uh dad playing a dad that's also like trying to make it in broadway and like he's Mm -hmm. still involved in the acting scene and Mm -hmm. things like that so it's like that's just fucking adam driver Mm -hmm. so he's so artsy i wonder what you thought of it because you didn't really seem to have an interest in it because this isn't your type of movie spoilers. I, I, I wouldn't want say that. Yeah. The, the listeners to know that when we started the movie, you were a little drunk. And you were just like, I've already seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Twice. <laughs> I've lived through it. Uh, I was Henry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, because we talked about it a little bit this morning for breakfast. And uh, uh, while my parents, uh, while I have been through you're the two, child of divorce two divorces uh, essentially um neither were like that just yeah. because most of the both of them um when it was happening i was just moved out of the situation and so i didn't have to like sit there and deal with like visitations and things like that mm-hmm. so i've been seeing a lot of memes of 
children of divorce reacting to marriage story and how it's like really hitting them and like i just didn't have too strong of a connection to what was actually happening yeah more so just the parents trying and how hard it is for the parents to coexist coexist and like they're not happy with each other but at the same time they need to be nice to each other Mm -hmm. and they need to not let their feelings bleed into their child like that i got more and i related more to that than anything Mm -hmm. just because i know it can be hard yeah i did think it was interesting and i wouldn't say it's not my kind of movie Mm -hmm. i think because i was i didn't know that this was not a marriage story but a divorce story oh yeah i thought it was going to be more of like the blossoming of a marriage and that would not be my kind of movie but this is more so just like the break the two the two characters and the aftermath and it was interesting to me because while i was watching it and even after the fact i was just wondering and i was like is there a bad guy in this movie i think if you look back and like we saw the events before the movie, definitely the way Nicole portrays Charlie and just how his character seems. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see how he could drive Nicole away because mm-hmm. he does seem very selfish and he's just focused. very focused on himself. Yes, but from what we see in the movie, we see him kind of like recenter and realize that that's wrong. Yeah, and he is now like splitting his time and mm-hmm. focusing on the kid and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's like he probably was a villain and he probably was. Uh, I I feel like saying bad husband is harsh, but just, you know, selfish. He was selfish. And I think as the movie progresses, we see, like, he's able to change and mm-hmm. do better. And yeah. so I was just, to me, that is the saddest part of the movie is that there isn't necessarily a bit, oh, no, uh, sorry, I'm wrong. He cheated on her. Like, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, like, there isn't one big event. And like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. He cheated on her. Like, Do you buy his justification of no. we were... I was sleeping on the couch for a year at that point. No, I mean, if that I don't buy it. if that's true, then you need to do you need to communicate and you need to talk and say like, I still have urges or whatever, like I still have physical needs, whatever, mm-hmm. and not just feel like it. That's not a decision you can make on your own when yeah. that's something that impacts both people in yeah. the marriage. Yeah. Whereas, like at that point, if you wanted to stay together. <clears throat> But also see other people. That's when you talk about being in an open relationship and not yeah. just do it. Mm-hmm. So, I wish they didn't do that with the story. But I've heard that this story is very, 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 very much based on Noah Bombach's like real life because mm-hmm. he was married to Jennifer Jason Lee, and then he worked on a movie with Greta Gerwig. And then divorced Jennifer Jason Lee and married Greta Gerwig. So. Yeah. It happened. It happened. <laughs> that so thing happened. I very much heard it's about their divorce. Yeah. It's, um, it was just sad. You yeah. said it had some comedy in the movie that you weren't oh really expecting. God. I did not expect it to have mm-hmm. a good comedy. Mm-hmm. God. The scene. There's a scene, Merritt Weaver plays Scarlett Johansson's sister in the movie, and she's not really in the movie that much, but she's, the scenes she is in are so great. <laughs> she's so funny. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to say. Just, oh, okay. I don't want to spoil, because it's just the delivery of everything and how it unfolds in that scene is just... And how awkward it is. It's so awkward, yes. but it's not like cringy humor that's like... I wouldn't say it's like the office cringe awkward humor. It's like 
genuine like human moments that are just mm-hmm. so funny yeah because you could imagine things like that yeah happening on a regular basis yeah so funny what we were saying earlier though is because adam driver kind of realized his you know he was fucking up like that scene the scene you know there's a bug on the wall i'm gonna punch the wall there's a bug on the wall it's a great meme um no. <laughs> my favorite I just... meme i sent it to eddie <laughs> I can't read it. I don't know the exact quote. did he ever respond yes oh god i hope he liked it you need to know what eddie thought did eddie see this movie yes oh, okay it's the adam driver yelling picture yeah so there's a picture of adam driver yelling and to get this stupid meme like you need to know another meme on top of it mm-hmm. Um, (laughs) so it's a picture of Adam Driver, like mid yelling with like his neck all clenched and things like that. And he's like, fingertips are touching. Mm -hmm. And the caption is, and what was her sister? A princess, the wicked witch of the East, bro. I think that was one of Eddie's like videos of the year. Last year. Last year. Yeah. And so I texted him this morning and I said, have you seen marriage story yet? And he said, actually watched it yesterday. Uh-huh. And then I, I just sent him, like, after he said that, I just sent him the tweet. No mm-hmm. context. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, my God, ha, 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 thank you for that. And I said, as soon as you saw it, as soon as I saw it, I knew you needed it in your life. And mm-hmm. then he said, didn't even know I needed it till now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, witch of the East, bro. The Wicked Witch of the East, bro. <laughs> it's such a layered meme. Yes. That... But yes, in that scene. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I... The longevity of this movie is a lot longer than I think it's going to be because, of, surprisingly, it's very good for memes. Yes, surprisingly. Everything is good for memes now. That scene. That scene. <laughs> there's just a really good point where, like, they're fighting. And for me, that scene was the most relatable because I had to watch that in my life. Oh, yeah, same. But my parents never split up. They just kept doing that in front of us. <laughs> they just kept doing that. Well, yeah, for me it, it was like i would just hear those fights like i wouldn't see it but like I'd oh my he- parents had no shame yeah th- i would you would know in <clears throat> our house like when the parents went in the bedroom and locked the door and then like you would start hearing the voices get louder and louder and louder mm-hmm. yeah that was like sometimes they'd do that yeah but there were times when they'd fight just there and throw like food at each other and throw lamps out windows it was mm-hmm. cool anyway there's a scene, there's a part in that scene where, like, he's yelling and going crazy, and then, like, as he's yelling, you think he, like, he finally realizes, like, what he's been doing wrong, and mm-hmm. it's so, like, sad, and just, and then she still comforts him. Because, mm-hmm. like, he's literally yelling, and then a second passes, and then, like, he just starts sobbing into yeah, his hand. Yeah, because he's just like, I am an asshole, oh mm-hmm. my god. <laughs> she said he wakes up every day wishing that she was dead, and he's like, oh, fuck. But I mean, that's what she put him in a tough position with the divorce, like with the lawyer she got, like yeah. it brought out a lot of negative things. Yeah. And like, in no way is it Nicole's fault in the movie, but mm-hmm. it's just like, I get why he got pushed to that point because he didn't think this was going to be pushed this far. Yeah. 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 It's just frustrating. Like thinking about it from like a guy's perspective like divorce it's just 
he had a line where he's like, I feel like I'm a criminal in this case when I didn't do anything. Yeah, like, that's family I, law. I've been doing everything right, and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, I'm losing. There were so many moments, like, during the legal scenes where, like, I was questioning some of the, like, accuracy, but it really is, like, each person really is, if it's very, that, very contentious, like, they're both trying to make each other look like terrible, horrible people. Well, the people. lawyers are, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm sure in a lot of cases, the people are too, but in, yeah. at least in this movie, it was the, the lawyers, lawyers going yeah, at it. They're doing their job, and trying to get the best thing for their client. Yeah, whatever the client wants, and usually it's majority custody. Yeah, but the most accurate part is, like, I'm just going to... The money. <laughs> How the much m- lawyers cost. <laughs> I've never seen lawyers cost that much, but this is L.A., so I'm sure it really is. The space, though. The space in L.A., I swear to God. No, I'm sure the lawyers cost a lot more in L.A. than they do where we live, but they're, I will say somewhat more privileged people that can afford really expensive lawyers and then the shot when it finally goes to like the gallery in court and it's just that's that's what family court is it's just a million people and Mm. most of them don't have attorneys and it's just arguing yes yeah and so sad i thought it was i wanted to know how much they were making and like how they could afford lawyers like this I mean, they kind of explain it like he gets the grant for his thing and he yes. has to use some of that money that he was going to put him back into his theater to pay for his attorney. Yes. And then she probably got some money to pay her initial retainer for from the TV show pilot. Yeah. But, I mean, but then she said her mom took a loan out on the house to help her. Yeah. So like they kind of address like where that money's coming from. But it's just a lot. It is a lot of money. On top of the lawyer... He got a new apartment. He's living in two places now. He's two flying, very expensive cities. And he's flying back and forth regularly. And yeah. he's still continuing on with theater. So it just seemed like there has to be... He must make six figures already just from theater or something's going on. Because, like, that's so much. <clears throat> so, yeah. I, that that was the one thing where I was like, this just... Why these two cities? Like, why did you have to pick these expensive cities? Yeah art yeah because acting that's what you do yeah i guess art Mm -hmm. the way it was shot and some of like the choices for like costumes and set design most made it feel like it took place in like the 90s to me like the only times it really felt out of place were like when the kid asked for an ipad or to like use his ipad i was like oh yeah this is modern but like to me it felt very old yeah i just think it's it's a movie that doesn't rely on technology, which mm-hmm. is rare. Yeah. Rare It was very different. Yeah. And it just revolves around <clears throat> two people. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just interesting. When we were talking about Golden Globes, I was going to say, like, yeah, this is kind of like an Oscar rate movie. And it's almost like um, how the Academy loves movies about Hollywood. It's like this is a movie about two struggling actors and, yeah, like, kind of also in Hollywood. So mm-hmm. it's like the setting is what's Oscar baity about it. But I think everything else is just like, yeah, it's just a good character piece movie mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. So overall, did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Out of 10, what? Out of 10. Divorces. Yeah. Um, what was the thing in the pilot, the CGI baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That. Sure. I don't oh. know what else it would do. <laughs> Um, out of 10, ten rented plants. I was gonna say out of ten uh, retractable knife tricks. No, 
Are you still wondering what that scene meant? No. Out of ten pies. <laughs> Out of ten store-bought pies. Yes. <clears throat> uh, I would Is probably... It, did you make it? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I'll probably give it uh, probably about seven. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't bored, but again, maybe alcohol talking. You were drunk. Yeah. But whatever. It's Saturday. It was a Saturday night. I also thought it was funny that we're not married, but when they started talking about how much attorneys cost, you were just like, don't divorce me. Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> put me your, through that. That's your first thought. That's money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I'd rather not pay for that. Okay. Don't cheat on me. You were very funny when you're drunk. Oh, thanks. I like to think I'm funny all the time. Mm, I would give it a seven and a half pies store-bought pies oh yes so would you recommend it yeah it's it's, it's not something i would probably watch over and over again but because no, it's hard to and it's longer it's like it's, what it's like a little a over hour. two hours yeah yeah i think there were so many good like standout comedic scenes and emotional scenes mm-hmm. with some filler in between but such good acting and it very much felt like a play like a lot of not a lot of like cuts just a lot of people going in and out of rooms, still continuing their store, mm-hmm. their lines, which is different. It was a very, <clears throat> it was a dialogue heavy movie, yes. but all the dialogue was like pretty fast paced and like the dialogue was <clears throat> the action in yeah. the scene. So mm-hmm. it's like you, if you say it's a dialogue heavy movie, people are going to go, oh, it's kind of slow and boring, but I didn't feel that from this movie. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the King, you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd recommend it at least once. Alan Otta does a great job. That's our thoughts on marriage story. If you're married, don't get divorced. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, don't do it. Just go to just work it out. Just separate for a bit and then come back together. Or just go to a mediator and separate amicably. Yeah. Or just divorce move, is expensive. Just move away and never legally divorce. <clears throat> move to a different country and get married there. That's not a good idea. Oh, okay. So maybe don't listen to me. Yeah, don't. Anyways, Thanks for listening to this episode. Another short one. But next week, like I already mentioned, we have the fourth annual Chestock Awards. And we're going to have some returning co-hosts back on. They haven't been on in a minute. Oh, yeah. They're going to be on talking about their picks. We're going to try and figure out what our favorite media of the year is. And then since this is the last time we're going to talk to you until the end of the year, after 229, as per usual... It's a 10 episode, and so we're going to play a game. I won't say what it is yet, because you got a couple of weeks before you find that out. I just want to say, I hope it's listenable. Yes. I think I said it last week, but it is probably our longest recording to date. And we were very, very trashed. Everyone but Madeline. Yes. Which, I don't know if that will come through. <laughs> yeah. Thinking back, I'm like, she probably sounds like she's at about the level that we are, just because. Madeline. <laughs> Madeline. She's great. She's the best. Love Madeline um model so, of the year yeah so 229 and 230 those are going to be meteor episodes and those are already recorded so Brittany and i won't be talking to you guys until next year mm-hmm. and we already got 231 episode pretty much figured out so get excited spoilers. for that spoilers you're telling them too much no I'm you just, gotta make them come back and I'm be surprised getting them ready yeah, but then they're going to be like, I don't care about that. So I'm just going to like skip the next few yeah, weeks. And then no, they don't come back because no they hate one, us. And then they divorce us. And we no have to spend $25,000 on a lawyer. No one knows what 231 is, though. Just that we already have a plan. We're bringing someone back that hasn't been on in a little bit. 
if you're sick on 231, I'm going to blow my brains out. Blow my brains out. <laughs> That'll make your life easier. So, New Year's resolution for Brittany, don't be sick anymore. Yeah. I okay. can wish that could happen. So, thanks for listening, guys. Like I said, we'll be back next week uh, from the past. And then we'll be back from further from the past again. And then we'll see you in about a month. Yeah. Don't say that. Okay. Present, present time cody and Brittany will see you in about a month but you will be hearing from you'll cody hear from Brittany. us every week yes fuck just we will we will not be taking any don't breaks. go away please <laughs> we episodes will continue to release also uh you can check us out on twitter uh, i have been tweeting uh, every week uh there is a new uh website that i've been using it's called headliner that takes like clips from the episodes and makes like a little short segment with like an audio wave this is it, too long of an outro you don't need to go too into bad. this much detail. There's also YouTube. This is too much. That I've been posting on. So if you can uh, listen to a podcast on your phone or whatever, but you have access to YouTube at work, you can check us out on YouTube. The most recent episodes are out there as well. So we're on everywhere. Go listen. Tell your friends. Tell your dog. And tell your dog again because they need to know. Yes. And that's tell it. Tell your dog for us. We'll see you next week. Bye.